Okay, here's a great question from uh, someone on Facebook. says, how do you handle working with Nick and Ryan on a regular basis? <laughs> that might be the best answer. That, <laughs> that, that laugh right there. <laughs> Hello, my Brew Trails listeners. Thanks for joining us once again. Uh, today is episode number 22. For this episode, I sat down with the two rad ladies that have taken over the brew house here at Dark Sky. We had such a fun time talking about their history and what they're up to now that I'm actually going to make this a two-part episode. Uh, during this, we've got a few guest appearances, some listener questions, and then a really fun 12-pack question round at the end, so that'll actually be next episode. Of course, if you like what you hear, please, please, please tell someone about us. Helps us get our name out there and get to more people. Oh, and uh, leave us any, and I mean any types of comments or suggestions that you have on either our Facebook page or on the Dark Sky page. Or better yet, leave a voicemail at 330-8-TRAILS, and I'll take that voicemail and I'll put it on the next Brew Trails show so you can do it that way. We just we love hearing that people are listening and love the comments and suggestions that you guys will give us for future episodes or ideas for things to do. So without further ado, let's get right to it. Cheers and enjoy the show. I was starting right there. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever listened to the Brewing Network uh, Sunday session? Uh-huh. No, you've listened to Sour Hour. I know you yeah, have. Okay. That's the so only one I listened to. Brewing Network, the Sunday session, which is on Mondays now, but they never change the name. That's weird. Like they burp all the time in that show. Probably chugging lots of beer. Yeah, oh, it's it's. So Sour Hour is where you go to like find learn good stuff. information and learn <laughs> stuff. Yeah. Sunday session is where to kind of learn a little bit, but mostly just hear guys being uh, goof off. Yeah, being being jack being wagons, boys. being boys. Like boys. Them. Speaking of boys, the opposite Our is girls. Is girls. <laughs> yeah. And uh, welcome to the Brew Trails. That's a great segue <laughs> intro. <laughs> Um, and we're here with Unplanned. two kick-ass girls. That might actually be the name of the, the podcast episode, Two Kick-Ass Girls. Um, and so I wanted to bring you guys in forever and ever and ever. Uh, well, not forever and ever because you haven't been here forever and ever. But, uh, <laughs> or have we? Or have you? <laughs> boom, boom, boom. <laughs> you just didn't know. Where were you hiding that whole first year? Because <laughs> I knew every nook and cranny of this place. <laughs> Uh, coming to you live from Dark Sky <laughs> Studios, right in the hallway, right on the green couch. It's the the the, the brew 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 chow 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 chows. Wow. Okay, uh, so I want to have you guys introduce each other. Actually, instead of me introducing you guys, I knew there's a giant smile on Kristen's face because I knew you guys were gonna love to introduce each other because you guys kind of like each other a little bit. I guess. <laughs> So, <laughs> yeah. So, uh, why don't you guys introduce each other? I don't care who goes first or what. This over here is Tiffany Bettinger. Oh, Bettinger? Bettinger. 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 Yeah. <laughs> like Tiffany is right now wearing overalls and an unholy moly shirt and is not wearing a hat. 
Oh god. And I love it. Yeah. It's refreshing. (laughs) You always wear a hat. And she's pretty. (laughs) And I've had beer. (laughs) Nice. That's why I wanted you guys to introduce each other. Oh good. Well that's Kristen. Kristen. Kristen Ewer. Well, I love her. Oh, yeah, she's not wearing overalls because she's late to the train today. Today, not wearing her cool outfit. Huh. Um, yeah, I'm drinking beer too. Nice. Well, Let's <laughs> yeah. cheers. Cheers. Clink, clink, clink. Cool. So, in summary, we've got oh, yeah. Tiffany in overalls, Kristen not in overalls, and we're all drinking beer. Yeah. <laughs> what are we drinking, by the way? Our new um, IPA today. Bombshell. Mm-hmm. Bombshell IPA. What song was that named after? It's an Operation Ivy song. Uh, Operation uh, Ivy. Not all of our listeners are the coolest of the cool, <laughs> so they might not know who Operation Ivy is. Uh, they are, or they were, for one album only. They really? were, yeah, they were a kind of a, not, not definitely not the first, but one of the more influential ska punk um, if you had a scale, I'd say, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, I'd say if it was a scale of ska and punk, it, it was it was more on the punk side. I would say so. Um, they didn't have like a big horn section and all that, like Less Than Jake or some of those other things. But love me a good horn. That, uh, <laughs> hey, oh, that's what you said. <laughs> By the way, Kristen is the queen of that's what the, she said. Oh, she yeah. will she will out. That's what she said. You. Like every single time, every I do it to myself time. even. Yeah, people tell me so, I can't, but I don't care. I, I agree, and I think I said that one of the first I times. Agree. I was like, I was like, you said that's what she said to one of your own sayings, and I kind of like took a step back and I was like, you can't do that. But you can't. You can do whatever I want. That's no, that's is fun. So that's what I learned, Kristen. You can do whatever <laughs> the fuck you want. <laughs> there ain't no rules to this game. We'll rules burn. are meant to be broken. We'll anyway, burn. Ooh, so. nice. I've read that book. Rules yeah. Rules have been broken. Oh, I wrote that book. So were ankles when I'm playing basketball. Oh, oh, I don't want to talk about ankles. Just kidding, I suck at basketball. <laughs> oh, are you all right? I don't like breaking bones. Oh, bro. <laughs> I don't like think you got it. <laughs> so we're drinking an IPA. So this actually has a backstory a little bit. Uh, one of our other IPAs uh, before was named after an Op Ivy song, and that was Take Warning. If you haven't listened to Operation Ivy... Uh, they, again, they made one album and then went off to do their own things like Rancid and, and I'm not actually sure where all the other members went, but a great album. We love listening to it in the back of the house and so we named a, an IPA, Take Warning, and that was delicious. Oh, yeah. So let's just quickly not get too much into it, but um, can you guys explain this second iteration, the second Op Ivy beer in comparison to the first? Um... I think it's a little... We tried to do like an East Coast, West Coast hybrid, I think, on this one, where it was less focused on just like the New England hazy style. Haze cornies. Yeah. (laughs) Um, um, I'm trying to remember... I don't remember what hops we used for tape warning off the top of my head. This one had a bunch in it. Um, The fun one... At least, oh, no. <laughs> in my, my opinion, we got we ordered some Holcomb Denali hops, which are really hard uh-huh. to get hold of. So Denali's in here, great name. Um, so Holcomb Denali hops, super sexy. When did the where did those go? Uh, in the whirlpool, like I knockout. Yeah. Cool. 
Um, and then the dry hop was Citra and Huel Melon. Mm. Um, so super different there based on what we normally use. And the boil, I believe, was Citra, Amarillo, Mosaic, Tamale, <laughs> oh, Azaka. Everything. You can't yeah. go wrong. <laughs> <laughs> no, with those names, you cannot go wrong at all. Okay, so we got way into that. <laughs> and I think if you rewind, I had said, uh, let's keep this short, but we didn't, as usual. Because I want to introduce you guys even more. I want to, I want to talk about, about you guys, because that's what this episode's about. It's about these kick-ass girls who have come into the back of the house, that dark sky. Okay, so to talk about yourselves, let's first, um, are you guys, are either of you guys from Arizona? No. No, I didn't think so, but I just wanted to know. And I, I knew Kristen was. But so talk about where you where you came from, where you grew up, just briefly. Uh, so I grew who's, up in who's, Seattle. Who's talking right oh, now? Oh, this is Tiffany. Okay. Tiffany. <laughs> yeah. It is, yeah. So I grew up in Seattle. I lived in the Northwest my entire life up until probably, I think I moved to Flagstaff about three and a half years ago. Hmm. I think. Yeah, so living all over there, Bellingham, Seattle, Tacoma, Everett, getting nitty gritty in there, yeah. Arlington, oh, <laughs> very right. exciting places. <laughs> but yeah, mostly mostly Seattle. Um, no, Tacoma, I remember it was it was really cool. There's a lot of a lot of crafty things. Yeah, Tacoma's right awesome. People kind of give it a bad rap, but I love it. Oh, do they? Yeah. Isn't the that where? Tivoli Museum is there, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. The what? Tabuli, the glass museum, the glass artist. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was thinking the grain, but I'm thinking Tabuli. <laughs> <laughs> the Tabuli the Museum, museum is, is super interesting. Nick. Have you been? <laughs> oh. Did they sell it from it? Oh my God, I want to make a Tabuli Museum. Okay, the, the glass art that can be found uh, once a year at the Phoenix Botanical Gardens. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, really? Have you guys ever gone to that? No. I, when I lived down there, I was a... <laughs> I was so cool. I was a member of the Botanical Gardens. That is cool. It is. I think it is too. I, I grew a lot of plants Nerdy and I cool. love nerds. Yeah. I, nerd. I hate nerds. I love nerds. Um, I hate nerds. <laughs> that Chihuly thing was, was um, it was amazing. It was beautiful, and they, and they would set up all this glass art along with all these amazing desert plants, and then you go at night, they're all lit up, and so you go at night. And That's every year. Like, they, at least it was, like, go. they would do it once a year. I, I hope it's still going on, but I'm not sure, down the botanical gardens. The botanical bar- gardens in general, well, except for maybe this time of year, are usually really nice. Uh, I think it was probably a winter thing, so. Um, but anyway, sorry. Uh, <laughs> you're from where the, where the tabbouleh is made. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I lived in a school bus for a long time. Oh, whoa. <laughs> uh, traveled around, did the crazy just exploration type thing and then settled back down in Tacoma and then from Tacoma moved my way to Seattle and then from Seattle I moved to Flagstaff. Right on. So you bounced around all over the place in Seattle. Yeah. In a school bus for a Uh, little bit. I wouldn't say bounce all over the place in Seattle in a school bus. That was pretty much the west coast in a school bus but in Seattle probably yeah there were some sketchy situations by some Recycling yards, <laughs> <laughs> places like that. Awesome. Of all you places, know. Yeah. <laughs> where the crazy shit happens. Yeah, Brian's been there. Ooh. He's like, oh, to shit. the school bus? No, where oh. it used to be, and he's like, holy shit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. One of those places you 
just stop at a stoplight long enough to... And then you go through this stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, I remember that in New Jersey, Patterson and Newark. Yeah, yeah, they called it the Jersey Yield. You would uh, <laughs> <laughs> kind of slow down and then yeah, keep going. Yeah, keep going. Yeah, exactly. Uh, what brought you to? Well, if you don't mind me asking, what brought you to Flagstaff? Because Seattle, the Flagstaff is in a way makes sense, but in a way that's a big move. Yeah. Well, uh, our wonderful trivia host Mike. Fact Lord Mike. Mike Williams. Woo, woo. Uh, he grew up in Phoenix, graduated from NAU. I did not know that. Eventually moved to Seattle with a bunch of his friends from Flagstaff, oh. and then I met him in Seattle, and then he's like, well, let's go back to Flagstaff. I was like, okay. Cool. And let's do this history. Yeah. I gave him a two-year limit. I was like, no, nah, two years, and then we're going to go back. Ooh, and now I never want to leave, ever. Yeah. I'm going to stay here for my entire life. That's what flag does. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's sunny here. It's really nice. Cool. I didn't know. I didn't know Mike was from the area, and I didn't know he yeah. graduated in NAU. He's a fellow lumberjack. Yeah, sweet. He is. Nice. All right. Uh, and then Kristen, uh, your story starts on the pretty much the exact opposite side of the country. <laughs> yep. <laughs> While I get a beer. Yeah. You guys yeah. good? Yep. Uh, actually, Maybe. could I have a top off? Oh, yeah, top probably off. Get a top off. Top off on bombshell. Thanks. All right. Have at the microphone. Okay. Uh, so weird. <laughs> I am from New Jersey, Tiffany. <laughs> Tell me about it, Kristen. Fill my ears. Uh, I went to college in Ohio. So I moved to Ohio. That was weird. And good, but I thought about moving to Ohio. Kind of glad I did. Ohio. Ohio. Ohio, Ohio. Team money. You. Oh, thanks. What was your say? You were the bureau. Oh, you were the bureau. That's your you hashtag. You were the bureau. I, I just actually put that on our website. I got that picture up. Oh, I did the hashtag. You were the brewer. Yeah. Me. Cool. Sorry if I interrupted. So I no, heard the word Ohio, but I didn't Ohio. know about that. I went to college in Ohio. So oh, okay. I, I lived in Ohio for four years, and then uh, moved back to Joyzy, as everyone likes. Say, but that's not how we say it for the record. Jersey. Oh. There's an R. Oh. So then back to Jersey for a couple years and then lived in Delaware. Oh, what? Scotland before Delaware. Scotland what? For a year. Scotland. And then Delaware. And then from Delaware moved out here. So I've been here. October will be three years. You guys came to came to Arizona about the same time. Yeah, not too far apart. Yeah. She was like here a little bit before me. And when I heard about her, I was like, oh my god, I've never met her, but she's gonna be my best friend, and I'm gonna love her. Wow, the premonitions were already <laughs> there. And, and then Bert told me he was like, I met the bartender at Historic, and she's a bullet belt. She's excited to meet you. I was, like, I was so excited belt. to meet her. I was so excited. Can you explain quickly the bullet belt? What are you talking about? I mean, I know, but... Oh, well, Tiffany, when she's not wearing overalls, usually wears a belt that is covered in, in bullets. It's made of it's made, made of? Oh, that's right. Yeah. Cases? Yeah, there's nothing inside okay. of them. Yeah, no, except so for every and old man that comes in here thinks that there is something inside. They're live bullets. <laughs> yes. Pew, pew, pew. Don't yeah. off with her. She'll <laughs> <laughs> so pull it out and... <laughs> what are you going to do with it? Like throw it on the ground? I don't know. Or something? Use our women. It's pretty magic. heavy. No. If you haven't met Tiffany, her accessories are fucking amazing. <laughs> yeah. Like, she is the 
I don't know, the, the queen of... <laughs> bones and bullets. Awesome stuff. Bones and bullets. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Ooh, that should be your new hashtag. Ooh, bones and bullets, baby. Yeah. <laughs> oh, bones and bullets over there. <laughs> Ho, I'm Marcus, one of your beer slingers here at Dark Sky, here to let you know about some upcoming things. First, if you haven't tried our revamped food truck hangry yet, you are missing out. Big quality grub with veggie and gluten-free options right on our summer-loving patio. On July 4th, come celebrate with us by having a front seat for the parade and a beer and brat in each hand. Open early for your view and pleasure. Hope you're enjoying getting to know these two talented knuckleheads. Peace! So those are your backstories. Cool. Um, Jersey, Seattle, all coming to Arizona, Flagstaff to, to kick ass. Um, yeah, I'm super stoked to have you guys on. Let's talk uh, Dark Sky uh, or like, you know, what you guys are, are doing here. Actually, let's, let's go kind of the next step. So you grew up in your places and then we all kind of have a, a beer story or a craft beer story. So some of them are interesting. Mine's not really that interesting. I was like, I tried Stone Arrogant Bastard one day, and only because the label said you can't handle this, I was like, well, I fuck you, this. yeah. <laughs> Don't tell me what's my business. That's pretty much exactly how it went. And, and even though I was like totally, totally taken aback by it, I was like, oh yeah. And then I started taking it to parties, and then after that, I just started drinking craft beer. So, what are you guys' craft beer stories? Like, where did it where did it begin? For me, uh, I mean, <coughs> as much as I don't tell my mother, I drank beer underage. Oh yeah, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> and it was, of course, you know, Natty Light, Keystone, and crap. Yeah. And then, so yeah. like splurging for me was Blue Moon. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, after graduating <laughs> undergrad, I started realizing that there was other beer, and for me, it was Dogfish's Raison uh, Dentra. Oh my gosh! And so ninety good. minute. I don't drink ninety minute anymore. No, but no, it tastes disgusting to me. Oh really? Yeah. There were a lot of beers after working there that I can't drink. Oh, was it um, like a burnout kind of thing? I or? think part of burnout, and I just. I hated making it. It's such an obnoxious <laughs> beer in a sense. So it's a psychosomatic kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, so I never want anything to do with that beer ever again. But Raison d'Etre and actually Midas Touch. Mm. I like where I lived in Jersey. We got a lot of dogfish, so I was um, able to get my hands on a lot of it. So I think Raison d'Etre was the first run one, and then started seeking that out, and then started understanding that there's like this thing called craft beer. And then I started... It doesn't all taste like piss? No. <laughs> no. You know what no, piss Tiffany. tastes like? <laughs> yeah, how do you no. know what pee tastes like? Too? Well, she was out in school bus and shit. <laughs> had to go into survival it's mode. It's sterile, okay? Yeah, yeah it was for survivors. <laughs> so, yeah, um, I actually then... I had to have knee surgery like a couple years into my like previous career and was laid up for a couple months trying to entertain myself at home, like watching TV and documentaries and movies and reading and stuff, because I couldn't walk, and uh, <laughs> uh, came across a documentary that um, Sam Caligioni did, uh, you, you. Yeah. <laughs> about, it was mainly focused on like 
big versus li- like big big beer versus little guys, and this is. Um, trying to think of the year. It was a long time Are you talking about Beer Wars? Was that the Am one? I or was it before Beer that? Wars? I might be talking about Like Beer the battle Wars. for shelf space? Yes, and like yes, all yes, that. yes. Okay. It I was, think. I'm not 100%, but I think that's called Beer Wars. No, I think you're right. It was definitely that one. And all of a sudden, because I was kind of in a moment where I was just like, I don't like my job. <laughs> I hate going there every day. And every moment I could not be there, I was not there. And, um, yet watching that documentary all of a sudden and I had like started drinking other craft beer not just dogfish and uh it just kind of clicked where I was like well someone must get paid to make beer that's, <laughs> that, that could be me <laughs> and that's awesome <laughs> I found a buddy of mine from like middle school Mark is making faces at me oh Mark <laughs> damn it he's right <laughs> ah, shit. it's only audio <laughs> Uh, a buddy of mine from like middle school um, he had also moved back to our hometown and I saw him at a bar one night and he mentioned that he got into homebrewing during his undergrad and I was like no way teach me (laughs) and so we homebrewed a couple times together and it just kind of I'm really the worst homebrewer ever I kind of don't like it It's, it's a lot of work I never had my own equipment. I never did it by myself. Oh. I just always latched onto other people and would just like do it with them and use them. <laughs> I use people. Clever girl. <laughs> uh, yeah, and that kind of just solidified it. And uh, it was a couple of years until I started like seriously more thinking about it. Maybe like two or three more years until I made the the jump. But yeah. And we'll we'll talk about that jump in a second. Yeah. Because. Um, then, yeah, we'll get into to brewing history here, um, which actually will be a good overlap because Tiffany, I kind of know your story, and that will actually overlap into into brewing history. Um, but what was your craft beer story, your 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 kind of path to it, if you will? <laughs> uh, so, so it's definitely not as exciting as Kristen. I I'm gonna I know your story, and I'm gonna I'm gonna slightly disagree, but yeah, yeah. but mine, sure. Yeah. Oh, well, I just talked to... I can't even remember the first, like, non-shitty beer that I drank. I don't okay. I don't even know which one it was. Uh, but I can remember the first time <laughs> I drank an IPA. Like, it was my friend's homebrew IPA, and I was like, Oh, wow. Holy shit, this tastes really good. I didn't think that I liked any beer that didn't taste like water, but this beer tastes really good, and I like it. And... How do you do that? <laughs> no, like, how do you do that? So you had a, you had someone who actually knew a good yeah. about what they were doing. Yeah. Well, I mean, he's actually he is the person that taught me everything that I knew oh. about home brewing. Okay. Anyways, because so like he showed me his beer that he made. I was like, whoa, that's amazing. That tastes really good. How would you do that? And he's like, well, I make it at my house. I was like, whoa, that's really cool. So after you picked up the pieces of your brain, after your mind was blown, what happened next? Uh, Then I was like, well, can you teach me how to do that? Because I want to learn how to make beer that tastes good. (laughs) And and he did. He taught me how to do it. And then he's like, well, well, I was in Tacoma, and I was working at a gas station, which 
was not exciting whatsoever at Ooh. all. No. Well, that's a good thing because if at a gas station if it was gets exciting, exciting, something bad's happening. <laughs> yeah. Good and point. he's like, well, do you want a job at the homebrew store that I work at? And I was like, hell yeah, I do. And that, that homebrew store happened to be in North Seattle. And so I moved from Tacoma to Seattle. And I started working at the homebrew store. And I asked him every single annoying question that I could possibly ask in the entire world. Like, what does that do? Why do you do that? What's that? What, what does it do? smell like? What are you doing? <laughs> And eventually, uh, I started to know what I was doing, <laughs> and like what to do. And I started experimenting with stuff and, and making your, um, your journal. You just oh my god! Oh. Journal. I brought just, it. It's in my cubby back there. The nice. entry that you sent me the screenshot of. What was that about? The hops? Oh, I don't know. Oh, I put in like five ounces of hops or something like that in this homebrew batch. And it was like, whoa, that's a lot of yeah. hops. <laughs> and like big capital letters. I was like, holy shit, that's just so many. <laughs> and Kristen was just laughing so hard because I brought in this book to look at and she's just laughing. It was so funny. That's awesome that you but... have like a little, like a, like a journal of, of homebrew batches, like I, I don't think I ever. It was at the very, that. very beginning too. It was all like extract batches when I mm -hmm. just like first started to know how to do it. I still probably didn't know what I was doing at all. Yeah, but, remember uh, extract batches? Did you ever brew extract? No, the guy I started homebrewing with. He was all grain because he was yeah. like super into it. So I, I was lucky. To but you not just have to mess skip it. Over. Yeah. yeah, like reading yeah. reading about extract, it just like sounds like kind of mind boggling to me. It's, Grain sounds way easier. To it, me. Yeah, I feel like it kind of is in the sense of like, well, it is. Dude, extract is so messy. That shit is so it's sticky. Sticky and gross. It's yeah, I don't so like sticky. sticky. No, I don't either. That's dude. It's my anyone who knows me who's listening to this knows if I put my hand in tree sap, I'm oh. not a happy camper at all. I hate sticky. Oh my god, like, you should have oh, seen when oh. I put my hand on the bucket, the spent grain bucket Ew, today. Yeah. It was just like this gross sap, nasty garbage stuff underneath of it and it stuck, got stuck <laughs> to my hand. What? <laughs> Why? I, I don't know. know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't Something know from Tim's house. <laughs> <laughs> Something from the farm. Oh, the old pigs getting out of the garbage. <laughs> oh. Well, those pigs are actually... So, <clears throat> if you don't know Dark Sky, we have Tim, the farmer, who... Well, he's also like our electrician and handyman, but he takes the <coughs> grain and grows pigs and <laughs> grows them. He's and the seedling. Yes. <laughs> and these are, he said next week they're going to, he called it going to the freezer. Um, so we're going to have Sorry, some pigs. pork, some, well, you know, they had awesome, happy lives. Yeah. He yeah. showed me a video they're today. They're delicious. running around. Yeah. They're, oh, they are. Have delicious. you seen all the videos of them eating the mint Oreos or the watermelon? The watermelon. Ones? I saw the watermelon. What? Wait, they yeah, eat mint Oreos? The mint okay. Oreos. By the way, Dark Sky is going <laughs> to be able to eat bacon made from mint Oreos. Yeah. What? Yeah. <laughs> Those pigs look so happy. Like, <laughs> uh, yeah, they're, they're eating so mint Oreos. Yeah, I'm like, damn. Those pigs are eating Dark Sky style. Like, they get Oreos, they get watermelons, they I get didn't all sorts of cool stuff. That. That's awesome. They, they get the watermelon rinds and the beer soaked watermelons. Oh, he said, yeah, he said they <laughs> ate, they ate the, the beer soaked watermelon and they all passed out. Really? Like, yeah. all, like, I was like, down. don't don't get your pigs too drunk, Tim. There's a lot of beer in here. I just <laughs> tasted them. Yeah, yeah, you lose one of those pigs. That's like, that's a lot of bacon. And that's a travesty. That actually should be a federal offense. <laughs> so anyway, we yeah we, we every year or every year um, since Tim's been 
get growing these pigs for us. Growing is growing a weird word. What would you uh, say? Raising. raising. Sorry. Yes. <laughs> raising. Uh, raising these, these pigs, uh, and we do a beer pairing and and pork dinner dish pairing. Well, we did it last year. We better do it this year. Yeah, where shift takes the meat, creates all these dishes, and then we have a, a beer and food pairing with the pigs. That grew up on the spent grain that that beer was made on. Full circle of life, Simba, all that kind of kind of stuff. That. Off topic. So you were at a homebrew shop. <laughs> oh you, man, now I forget what I was even talking. You're learning about. a bunch. Do you know what's the name of the homebrew shop in Seattle? Is it still around? Can we give them a shout out? It is. Yeah, it's called the Cellar Homebrew. It's in Greenwood. In Cellar Seattle. Homebrew in Greenwood, Seattle. Yep. Um, Tiffany worked here. I used to work there. <laughs> Tiffany was here. Y'all should take a picture. <laughs> Tiffany posted up with her like making this kick-ass beer, and and say, look what you can do. Yeah, <laughs> totally. You could do it. From a short bus in the woods to... <laughs> it was a full-size bus. Oh my God, it was a full-size full bus. I was going to ask that if it was a short bus or a full-size bus. It was bus. big. Uh, all right, so you're, you're kicking ass in the beer scene, both of you. You're, you're, run, you're like learning and absorbing as much as you can from a homebrew shop. You are in Delaware doing some homebrewing on, on other people's equipment. Jersey. In, in Jersey. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, sorry, in Jersey. Jersey. You then went on from your home brewing to actually start brewing and, and working at one of my inspirations. One of two. I have two huge inspirations. One of them is Shorts Brewing and the other one you are at. And where is that? Dogfish Head. Dogfish Head, yeah. Sam Calagione is one of my heroes. Yes. So. Um, and, and Sam, if you're listening, hi. Dude, Sam, if you're listening, that's fucking awesome. <laughs> Please come to Arizona Flagstaff. We will treat right? you right. And, uh, He's such a nice guy. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I applied to Dogfish. So I went to brew school and then... Um, okay, we'll talk about that a little bit. Where, so where that's when you? I was living in Scotland. And... Uh, yeah, it's called Harry. I didn't know what to say for a second. <laughs> uh, Drink beer. I'm like, <laughs> it's called uh, Harry Watt University, and it is in Edinburgh, Scotland. Um, I lived in Glasgow, and I commuted. So that was I was there for a year, September to September. Learned a lot. Um, drank a lot. <laughs> oh, Tiffany's got to go add some hops. So it's a good thing. Uh, Kristen's telling us her story here. And, uh, yeah, um, when I moved... Well, wait, a, wait a second, wait a second. Oh, yeah. Let's get in here. Go ahead. We're going to walk in the, in the brew house. Tiffany, yeah. what are you doing right now? Oh, you know, just putting some hops in here. Cool. <laughs> I don't even remember which ones these are. I weighed them out like an hour But ago. the beer is... Oh, it's Mosaic. The trusty, trusty mo- mountains of Mosaic. Yeah, Mosaic. Mo- we we have a couple names for mo- for Mosaic for for Mosaic here. We have Mom, which is Mountains of Mosaic. We got Momo. Yeah, yeah. Go check on Mom. All right, I'm looking at the kettle right now, smelling it. Yeah, y'all drink a lot of Mosaic, which is awesome. Awesome, but we apologize when it's not on tap. Now back to your dogfish head story. Yeah, every two weeks, and we're going through. Six barrels in two weeks, about? Just about, yeah. On good batches, we've been getting close to, like, five and a half, six barrels. Yeah. Or, well, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. We were out for three days, and that was cool. Yeah. Yeah, we were were out for a couple days. I definitely got... (laughs) I saw one comment on Facebook about some disgruntledness. 
Um, this is bad. And then AJ, AJ, my buddy, he'll always be, if we don't have Mosaic, and he'll let me know about it. But yeah, Mosaic <laughs> is, uh, yeah. Buy us a bigger brew house, customers. <laughs> <laughs> they're yeah. do- hey, they're doing their best right now. Oh, yeah. I know. <laughs> I know. All right, so you went to brew school in Scotland, then you came yep. back and? Yep, so uh, I applied to Dogfish over my winter break and never heard back, uh, mm. which is funny to me because then my now husband was, towards the end of my time in Scotland, he was telling me, you should apply to Dogfish again because that was basically my dream job um, since that was my inspiration. Like you said, Nick, that was one of your two inspirations. Cool. Um, that was just like what I thought the epitome of my career would be um, uh, and so he was like just apply again and so I did and um, got an interview the second time around and was the last that I am aware of of their like brewers who started as interns um, so I interned in the lab there for a couple weeks because one guy Steve Thompson Hello. <laughs> We're going to tag he all these people. He used to be at Barrio in, um, oh, really? in Tucson, which I didn't know before, until I moved here. But now I think he's back on the East Coast. But anyway, um, he was on vacation, so I had to be in the lab for a couple weeks, which was fine because I was a lab rat before brewing. So it was quite comfortable. Anyway, uh, yeah, so then I started, I worked at Dogfish um, for three years. Yeah. And one of those years, I filtered the whole year. But you love, and that's why I hate ninety minute. <laughs> you, you were, you were like, so I there's a job the description called the filterer. Or well, whatever? and I think it's still the same because I have a buddy who works there still, or a couple of friends, but one guy who just went back there. Um, anyway, you rotate through what you do, so you eventually get cross trained on everything, which is awesome. Some breweries, you know, you're separated by, like, cellar work and brewing, which I think is silly. Um, At Dogfish, I was lucky enough to get cross-trained on everything. I was there when they installed their new brew house, so that was pretty awesome to, like, learn something that wasn't super automated and then learn the automation and get hands-on on some stuff and not others. Anyway, um, so filtering is a big thing at most larger breweries. We don't do it here. Not it rocks. Here. <laughs> Filtering sucks. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, I don't know, but I would. Yeah. No, it does. <laughs> uh, yeah, anyway, long, longish story, slightly shorter. I <laughs> learned on the old filter for a couple months, and then we installed the new filter, and I was one of the first trained on that, and then became the trainer for other people. And just ran, and I eventually just ended up working on the filtration side of things for like a year. And and I would come into my shift at the beginning of the week because you generally would do things for like a week at a time. So you would like harvest yeast for a week, or like you brew for a week, or filter for a week. And every week I would come in and be like, filter, anyone, anyone want it, anyone, like fucking crickets, crickets. I'd be like, please, someone take this from me. No, so the IPA is there. <laughs> yeah, look at. <laughs> I made a lot of beer clear as she holds something up that you can't see anything through. Hey, yeah. Tiffany's playing As uh, someone from Bell's Brewing in Michigan said, if God wanted us to filter beer, he wouldn't have given us livers. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh, so speaking of Michigan, hey. we got a little guest appearance here by Marcus Manville. 
Hey, High Brewers. fives all around. <laughs> hey, up? Marcus. Oh, hey. <laughs> We're just doing an interview here Mr. with the Somerville. kick-ass girls of Dark Sky. Oh. What's your favorite beer you've made so far, ladies? Oh. Here or ever? Here. You go first. Then. The, oh. question, the question, if you didn't hear it from Marcus, was what is your favorite beer that you've brewed here at Dark Sky? I would definitely, definitely, hands down, say... The boy song Violet because I was so nerded out on those flowers you are that weird. I could not even focus on anything else the entire day. We're trying to add the flowers. I like had like five glasses all over the place with different temperature <laughs> water and different salts in the water. I'm like, oh, Kristen, look, look if I do this, it's the other color. And we're trying to get it to be blue, and then come to find out it was a sour. The pH matters, and it was purple. Uh, but it still was really awesome. It was so fun to nerd out on all those flowers and just like, yeah. Yeah, that was yeah. Tiffany's kind of piece de resistance. Was, yeah. Oh man, yeah. I had so much fun with that. Which, by the way, was like one of our most popular beers we've ever had. So <laughs> yeah. thank you, Tiffany. And it all oh, yes. <laughs> we have. More Did we'll, we just order some? We'll come back. Oh, we, ordered more flowers. yeah, we just ordered some. Uh, so yeah, to order them in the quantities we need as whole flowers and not pay. A bajillion dollars for them because we could buy them here, fine, but they only sell them in like one and a half ounce packages. Oh, ouch! And we need pounds. Yeah. So yeah. they come from Thailand. Do. So it takes about a month. Yes. Manny baby, thank you for the question. You're welcome. Look, See ya. Bye, Manny baby. <laughs> Bye, Thomas Floodwater. Don't leave your chonies on the Ooh, floor. Nice. Yeah. Where Where do those? Never mind. That's for another. <laughs> another we won't podcast. get into that. Whose okay. underwear is that? I know whose underwear. That is. Uh, it was so. Lucky to us, we have someone who worked for one of the one of the best and well-known breweries in the United States from Dogfish Head, and that's a terrible cross-reference. I'm like, oh yeah, and then, and then we me, really <laughs> stop, stop, charismatic, so that's good. So when did, you guys came to Arizona about three, three and a half years ago, um, when, remind, or tell everyone, I guess, uh, when you guys started here at, at Dark Sky. Um, Tiffany, you were here, uh, when was that? You're almost two years. September will be two years for me at Dark really? Sky. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. It's June. And it's June right now. It's June right Or it's June. June. Yeah, so September will be two years. It wasn't that long uh, before you came on. It yeah. seemed like it was a long time. But those, those days and those years... All right, y'all, we're going to call that part one for this episode, talking with Kristen and Tiffany. In part two, we'll hear about Tiffany's journey into the brew house, get a little more tipsy on the old green couch, and talk black IPAs and favorite yeast strains. Do me a favor. If you're listening to this on iTunes, just slide on over and hit that subscribe button. And if you're feeling sassy, write us a quick review. Help the brew trails to grow and reach more people who might enjoy it. Want to be super rad for me? Leave a comment on our Facebook page. I mean, even if it's just a nice episode or Tiffany is the bomb on the show, uh, I love hearing from y'all and that you're enjoying the show. All right, until next episode, I'm Nick Irvin. Now go out and explore your brew trails.